Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode from the podcast theme, Chapter Righteousness. Today we're talking about breaking grounds. Say a quick prayer. Oh Lord God, thank you for today. Thank you for your people. Father, I just speak to your people today. Let them hear you, not me in Jesus' name. Let your word go out to them and fulfill what it's said to do in their lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Breaking grounds. Our text today is from Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5, 1 to 11. New King James Version. So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret, and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Lunch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down on Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished. And at the catch of fish which he had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. Breaking grounds. Breaking grounds. Breaking grounds. (laughs) You know, it's funny how people gathered to hear the word of God from the word of God. (laughs) The actual word of God was speaking to people. It stood by the lake of Nazareth. The question we ask ourselves today is, We're not going to talk about luck today, but how favored do you think a person could be? Except you're chosen and God has decided to have mercy on you. (laughs) There were two boats. It so happened that Jesus got on Simon Peter's boat. They were not there, so not like anybody was actually telling him, Ah, Oga, come on this one. Ah, bros, come to this one. No. Nobody was telling him anything. He chose the boat by himself. <laughs> Verse 2, he said, I saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing the nets. So at that time, they were not available. At that time, they already quit for the day. At that time, they were done. 
for the day. You know, they're washing the nets now because they're packing it in. You know, we're locking shop. We're closing shop right now because, you know, today, today just rough one kind of night. You know what? I'm going home. Let's lock it up and go. They're washing the nets. So that tells me that at that point, they were done fishing for that day. You know, Jesus got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked them to put out a little from the land. The funny thing is, the presence of Jesus is so profound, and may we recognize our, our visitation. Because I look at it, thinking about it right now, I've, you know, toiled all night. You know, I caught nothing now. I'm packing up, trying to lock my shop, you know, leaving. And then somebody comes, told me to put out a little from the land. And I'm gonna, I'm not gonna ask questions that, um, excuse me, sir, who are you again? But because your hour of visitation is not about you most of the time, it's about the person coming to have mercy on you. It's about Jesus, the presence of Jesus coming to you. It's not about how ready you are. It's not about um, how prepared you can be. You can prepare, but then there's, this, there's still an aspect of mercy, of grace, of favor. That may be the act right. <laughs> but sometimes you, may, you might not know. You just realize that you're acting right at the right time. Just like Abraham. You know, the angels came to him. Nobody told him, oh, we're angels. They didn't introduce themselves as angels. Just just came to him. And he acted right. You know, that's why the Bible says you will have mercy on those who have mercy on. We'll have compassion on those who have compassion on. Because it's not about us. It's about him, eh? Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a leader from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. So at this point, no. Jesus came and took control of the situation. That thing you're struggling with so badly, that thing you think is yours, that house, that job, whatever the situation is, <laughs> Jesus coming to that boat. Now, at that point, it wasn't like Jesus said, you know what, okay, Peter, put it here, put it now. First of all, Jesus did what he wanted to do first. And that's why I tell people sometimes, like as men of God, as children of God, knowing, you know, who you are in Christ, it's not a bad thing, you know, to be confident. It's not a bad thing to be bold. I'm not saying you should be proud, though. Be bold, not arrogant. Look at what Jesus did. Jesus didn't ask questions still. Jesus didn't, Jesus didn't ask Peter that, yo, can I use your boat? Jesus didn't say, oh, Please, state instructions. Listen to this. Instructions. The divine presence of Jesus was already there. The first instruction was, you know what? Put out a little from the land. First instruction. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. You know, think about this quickly. I've had a rough night. I've had a rough day. i got to go home. I'm packing up. And somebody's come now to sit in my shop. You know, I'm like, ah. Oh, Sir, I need to go home, man. I'm closing shop. But Peter didn't say that. 
you know, in this situation, I feel like Peter is so favored that he was acting so right. <laughs> and Jesus spoke and taught the multitudes from there, from the boat. Verse 4, when he had stopped speaking to the multitudes now, he had stopped speaking. When your hour of visitation has come for you to break ground, it's not going to be about people. Now it's going to be about you. You're going to be focused on. When Jesus stopped speaking, but he still spoke to Simon. He said, when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon. <laughs> when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon. So most times, you're breaking ground. That breakthrough you're waiting for, is not, it might not be about the multitudes. It might never be there. Your word, your own personal word, your own personal word can come to you straight from the mouth of God. Through God himself speaking to you, through God sending prophets to you. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. The question is, did Simon Peter tell Jesus anything? No. Your hour to break ground, your creator, your lover, the one who's been watching your back from day dot, knows all your struggles. He knows the frustrations, those deep things in your heart, the time you're about to pack in and give up. The rest of the round was still cleaning up. But Jesus now said to Peter, he stopped speaking, but said to Peter, said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Remember that Jesus didn't say let down your net. Nets. <laughs> nets for a catch. If I were Peter, I would have asked Jesus that, Baba, how many nets? <laughs> how many should I bring? So let down your net. Jesus is saying to somebody right now on this line, and the sound of my voice, hearing the voice of God through my voice, right, my voice box right now. Jesus is saying to you, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. <laughs> launch out into the deep. You know, but here comes our history. Our story. What's the story? What's the what's the history? What's the story? What's the trend? What's been going on for a long time? Verse five. And this is what happens to us as humans. And I don't blame Peter for this. Because he's tried it before. You know, Isaac dug wells and dug wells and dug wells and dug wells and you know. And sometimes most people feel like at that point, you know what? This is not getting productive. If that's what you've been doing for a while and it's worked. And now you're expressing jot or Jesus has told you something to try it. Or you have that, you know, that, 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 what would you call it right now? That conviction that, that told you to, to do it. Something told, you know, something told you to do it. And you're doing it, but now you've like hit a bump in the road. You know, you're still around, sticking around there. You know, you're still there. But sometimes it gets frustrating. And now... When Jesus told Simon, let out into the deep, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. 
I'm sure Simon will be like, not again. I've already washed my nets, man. I'm tired. Like, I gotta go home. You're like, are you done with my boat? Let's go, man. And I need to go home. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. That's a professional fisherman right there. The veteran is, 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 is good. It's experienced. And now, frustrations can make you feel like you didn't even know how to do it. The things you know how to do, sometimes you experience so much drought and famine. And then you're like, do I even know how to do this? Am I even good at this? Because then you messed out of doubt yourself. He, he taught all night. Peter, the instruction came to Peter. But now, hearing me, he's talking about we. Association, association, association. Because sometimes the word might come to you. It's going to benefit everybody else. But your attitude, your attitude, your attitude. Peter was the leader of the crew, I guess. So Jesus told Peter, you know, do this. But said, we, <laughs> we have taught all night and caught nothing. Association. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Now, this is where, this is what people like to call surrender. You know. Now, you know what? I've tried this. didn't work out. But Jesus is saying this. Now, the word of God. So funny how people will be sick. The words. Just one word. Instruction. You take the communion. And that's it. Boom. And you, you know, you might sit up there and tell the prophet. Or you can tell God that, oh man, I've tried everything, man. Nothing else worked. But Jesus just told you, you know, drink, drink a, a cup of water. And that's it. The right time, the right word. The right word comes to you. The word will become flesh and will dwell among us. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the nets. Now I'm asking this question. How is Peter so calm? How is Peter acting right? <laughs> I've told all night, which means maybe I didn't sleep. Fam, I'm cranky. But I need to go to bed, man. I'm tired. But Peter's still acting right. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, <laughs> complete obedience, eh? The issue came from before obedience, though. The issue lesson was trying to tell Jesus what Jesus knows. I'm using that nose because it's still alive. It's not past this. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That thing you're trying to tell Jesus that he already knows about. That history lesson that he knows already that, okay, what's the status? He's not going to come and ask you for your status. Jesus already asked questions, you know. He already asked questions. That, oh, what's the status? What have you done? What have you tried? He's not coming for that. He's just coming to break grounds. Boom. I don't know, God, I've been striking this ground for like 15 minutes. I've been doing, mm -mm. He didn't ask you. Touch the ground. Speak to the rock. Don't hit the rock. Just speak to it. Don't, don't smash it. Speak to it. And when they had done this, obedience. They caught a great number of fish and the net was breaking. Look at that. How obedience 
<laughs> the presence of God first, the presence of Jesus, right? You gotta be available, right? You have to be available to even obey. You have to be available to even hear what God is saying to you. Let's face fact. Jesus is around, is present, but if you're not available, you're not gonna hear the word, so you're not gonna catch the right word. And guess what? That means you're not, you won't live right. Because man should not live by bread alone, hey? But by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So if you're not getting that word that is coming from the mouth of God, you're not living right. You're not feeling right. So you gotta be available, right? Then you can tell them your history if you want. If that makes you feel good, it's not gonna judge you for it. You know, but make sure that after telling him that history, you surrender. You know, and obey whatever, it, you know, it tells you to do. Look at what Mary said to them at the wedding. Whatever it tells you to do, do. Whatever, like, just obey, man. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. Look at how the keys to abundance is obedience. Now, don't forget other things. The presence of God, you got to bring the presence of Jesus in that situation. Bring the presence of Jesus into that situation. Then you got to be available, of course. You need help. Be available for the helper. Now, obedience. The keys to abundance. Obedience, breaking ground. Obedience, breakthroughs. Obedience. They caught a great number of fish. The net was breaking. Boom. The glory of God is for us to behold. It's not for us to judge ourselves. Because I'm saying this in advance now. Because if you go further, I mean, the, 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 the abundance was so much. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And how this is how when you break ground, when Jesus gives you a word, it's not going to benefit you alone. The people connected to you, they will benefit from that. So your obedience sometimes can hinder other people's blessings. For some crew, they're leaders. Imagine if Simon Peter said no. And Jesus, you know, imagine if Simon Peter was angry at Jesus and, you know, kicked him off the boat. What do you think would have happened? Peter would have denied those people a chance for abundance. The signal to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. You couldn't catch any fish all night. And this is how Jesus works. That situation that is so bad, yes, you need obstacles for breakthroughs. You need to break through something. You have to break through something. So the thing you're breaking through is the obstacle that's there. The obstacle's got to be there. So every time you run into sticky situations, remember also that that's an opportunity for God to show himself. If Peter, listen to this, if Peter had caught fish all night and, you know, was satisfied with fish, maybe he wouldn't be there. So the boat wouldn't have been empty for Jesus to speak on that boat. Maybe for Jesus now. So Jesus was done speaking using that boat, using that platform. So maybe the reason why Peter couldn't catch any fish was because Jesus was about to upgrade it. Because Jesus was about to do something with his boat. And sometimes, man, you, know, you hear people say stuff like, oh, my car, you know, was faulty. Oh, you know, yada, yada, yada. 
and here came somebody that needed help and suddenly I told them my car was faulty and I tried it and it started and now it's, it's working and you know yeah because God wanted you to wait for that person and Jesus now because he knows the future maybe he knew that the Peter caught fish or fishes <laughs> uh, it wouldn't have been available so how God catches our attention sometimes is at those places where we're struggling. A struggle sometimes is how God calls us. That thing, that frustration is how God is going to catch your attention. Because when it shows up, then you know that, whoa, I actually encountered supernatural power. I broke grounds today. There's something to break. Don't run from the obstacles. The boats began to sink, yo. They didn't catch anything all night. No, they're sinking in abundance. <laughs> they're, dry, they're about to get, I don't know, they, they, they're getting down in abundance. Like getting, they, they, I don't want to say they're drowning in abundance, but like literally, like the, they began to sink. No, they're not drowning because they're not going to die. But now look at it. We, we, it must have been so heavy that now they needed help. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Remember that at this point, I don't think Jesus ever said to anybody that, Oh, I'm the son of God. He didn't say anything. I don't think he was introducing himself as that. He went from master to Lord. And this is how you will know the impact of Jesus. When the people encounter Jesus, your vocabulary changes your words. We change. Nobody told Paul he was, you know, when he got smacked from the horse and landed on the ground, immediately said, who are you, oh Lord? Because now I got your attention. You're blind now. You're, you're down now. You're, 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 you're. I mean, he wasn't blind at the time, but he was down now. Now, you know, I have your attention now. Look up. He fell down at Jesus' knees. Depart from me if I am a sinful man, oh Lord. And that's why I said the glory of God is for us to behold the power of God for us to enjoy, to experience, to encounter. It's not for us to judge ourselves, but for us to remain humble. <laughs> for he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. Astonishing. Your breakthroughs, when you break limits, when you break grounds, it's not going to be ordinary. So I don't think it's something you can keep to yourself. Shouldn't be something you'll be able to keep to yourself. Even people will be able to see and like, what? The light will shine so bright that everybody will glorify your Father in heaven. Because now they can see like, wow, look at that boy, man. Maybe that guy be that. Now your history. <laughs> people are thinking about it. That people will look at Peter and like, oh, this guy didn't catch anything all night. Drought. And now, same people were looking at him like, like, what? Huh? That's what God does, man. When you break grounds, it's not going to be something you can pocket. It's not something you can hide. You're so excited. You call people to help you. Them love be astonished like, wow. And guess what? People get upgraded. When you live with the power of God, you don't remain the same. It's not for you to remain the same. 
It didn't come all the way to change your story for you to stay the same. When you meet with that power, that's why I tell people to stop praying. Normal prayers, pray for accountants. People want to be like Paul, but they don't want the encounter that Paul had. If you get knocked down from a horse and you hear a voice speaking so loudly, and after the voice spoke to you, you were blind for three days, don't tell me you won't cooperate. Don't tell me your life will remain the same. No. Encounter. Look at Peter, man. Look at what he encountered. The power you meet with, when you meet with that power, yes. Now, your life won't be the same. Upgrade. Now look at this. Verse 10. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. Upgrade. Boom. You were catching fish before. Now you catch men. You catch men. It's a bigger assignment I have for you. And you can do this and have fun, but I didn't come on your boat so that you can remain the same. Breaking grounds. Hannah broke ground. In First Samuel chapter 2. You know, our prayer and everything. She broke ground. Why? Her life didn't remain the same. She knew that son has to be special. So when God gave her that son, yeah, give the son back to God. That's your prophet, God. He's yours. So when God does something for you, it's a divine exchange. It's not manipulating you. It's not controlling you. But yo, you met with power. You're not going to be the same. You're going to be talking about it all your life. Breaking grounds. The ground of your heart is now broken. Broken up into the power of the, of the Almighty God. Your life now is changed around. You're, now you're upgraded. From not having anything to having abundance. Just one night. One day. Couldn't catch anything. Now you have abundance. <laughs> in First Samuel chapter 2, it's there. How God can lift up and bring down. God can change your story like that. If you're available, if you invite him, if you obey him, forget your history. God can switch your situations. The drought that Peter went through, Peter and his boys went through, led to their upgrade. They got upgraded. Everybody around them now could testify like, oh, that situation you're struggling with, they need to break. That ground you need to break. God might be waiting on you to be ready so that people around you can benefit from it. Can benefit from your story, can benefit from your encounter. It's not about you. Sometimes we think it's about us. It's never about us. You know, Peter was still trying to make it about him. He's telling God, he was telling Jesus that I'm a sinful man. Did he ask you? He knows. He knows my name. He knows my every thought. Like, why am I running to? I don't need to introduce myself to Jesus. He knows. He made me. So if Jesus was to come to my house right now, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, I did this yesterday. No, 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 he knows, man. Probably tell me, like, that can't. Just be quiet. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the problems you think you might have right now. Don't worry about your imperfections right now. Just focus on Jesus. Just focus on him. The reason why you have, or you might have some issues right now, is because that's the, you know, 
That's another opportunity. Or those opportunities for Jesus to step into your boat. You got to be available. If Peter had fish or fishes on the boat, maybe Jesus wouldn't be able to use the boat. He wouldn't have been able to use the boat. Let's face facts. Maybe. Maybe the whole purpose of that delay, the whole purpose, the whole reason for that delay was for Jesus to meet him there. For Jesus to introduce himself. We're breaking grounds this month. This, you know, for the next week, I want you to look into your lives. Those situations, those areas you're struggling, those frustrations, those might be the ways Jesus needs to come into your life. You know, you might get that drought right now. Maybe Jesus needs to occupy that space right now. <laughs> Maybe the reason why you don't have that contract right now is because if you have that contract, you might not have time for what God is about to do in your life. You might not be available. I mean, we pray a lot of prayers to God, but the way he answers those prayers, we don't know. <laughs> it's not going to tell us like, you know, you've prayed to me, I've answered you, and it's going to come up. Nah. Oh, come on. Nah, it doesn't happen that way. The disappointment sometimes is that door or that window, whatever it is that God is going to use. Somebody was praying for a life partner. You know, praying fervently in the car. It took ill, lying in the hospital. <laughs> the doctor that attended to him the life partner that God wanted him to meet, but he was sick first. Look at that. I mean, it's a movie I'm talking about, but yeah, it's not far from what God can do or what God does. It works through a disappointment. It works through a drought. Said he took the Israelite to the wilderness so they may know his name. Look at that. It took them to the wilderness for 40 years so they might get to know his name. And it took them a while to get accustomed to God so it took them long. I pray that we get to know God on a deeper level. Open your heart to God. Let God, let Jesus into your boat. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you about those areas of your life. Those frustrations. So we can break grounds. That obstacle right there is what you need to break through. <laughs> that obstacle is what you need to break through. So to have breakthroughs, you need obstacles. <laughs> I pray that Jesus helps us act right to let him into our boats today. I commend our hearts and our minds to the hand of Almighty God. For the next week, I pray that we come back, you know, strengthened in our faith endurance love for God and may God help us break grounds even more in Jesus name Amen go in peace have a blessed weekend and continue breaking grounds Amen